It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning. I'm Tim Hughes. Amanda Dixon has the morning off. Our top story on the 7 o'clock report. Police say two people are lucky to be alive after their cards slid off the road and went down a steep embankment in Little Cottonwood Canyon last night. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with the details. Adam? Tim, this happened just around 5 o'clock yesterday as skiers were making the usual max exodus to end the weekend of skiing heading back into the valley. Police say the car went off the road and slid 100 feet down an embankment, but remarkably both people in that Jeep only ended up with cuts, bumps, and bruises. They were even able to walk away from the crash without going to the hospital. Now, police say one big thing that played in their favor is, and the way things turned out the way they did is likely because of all the snow on the ground that probably helped cushion their landing. However, while they are okay, they are, uh, police and other authorities are still working to actually recover their car and get it off of that embankment. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL TV spoke to Unified Police Sergeant Ed Tuhill about the Jeep going down that hill. Apparently the car in front of them was going a little slower than they would have liked and using their brakes too much. And they decided to go ahead and pass on a double yellow on an icy road. He says if this crash happened in the summer without all that snow, this could have turned out a lot differently. That wasn't the only dangerous driver moment on Utah's roads this weekend. Another driver who was racing down I-15 crashed and sent an unbuckled four-year-old to the hospital. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with that story. Peter? Tim, this was a 130-mile-per-hour drag race on I-15 near Provo. The driver of a Subaru WRX, which is a powerful car with a reputation for racing events, lost control about a mile in. Bounced into the uh, right wall a couple of times and then ricocheted over to the left wall. I spoke to Utah Highway Patrol Sergeant Andrew Battlefield this morning, and he says the worst part of this event was that a four-year-old child who was not buckled in sustained severe injuries. The uh, child, from what I understand, is in stable condition and uh, should only be in the hospital for a few more days. Battlefield says they found the driver of the other car, and he claims both drivers will be facing charges. Live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Also, have some breaking news. Three people were stabbed in the parking lot of a West Valley City bowling alley overnight. City Police Lieutenant Bill Merritt says it happened right before midnight between the suspect and his brother. There was some form of an argument that began inside the Delton bowling lanes. And the brother of the suspect attempted to calm his brother down, and the brother of the suspect in turn stabbed his own brother with a knife. Two people tried to stop the suspect and were also stabbed before police arrived. KSL's top national stories now. Three first responders are dead after saving a family from a gunman in Minneapolis. ABC's Allison Kosick has the details. A community in mourning. Members gathering in front of Burnsville City Hall, south of Minneapolis, to honor two police officers and a firefighter paramedic shot and killed while responding to a domestic incident. We know that our community is broken right now and our hearts are heavy. We need you to pray for them. That's what we need. Minnesota's governor ordering flags to be flown at half-staff Monday. Allison Kosick, ABC News, New York. A hearing in the United Nations top court today challenging Israel's action in Gaza and their control over the land for 57 years. I stand before you as 2.3 million Palestinians in Gaza. Half of them, children, are besieged and bombed, killed and maimed, starved and displaced. The court session expected to last six days. Families in Grantsville reacting after the town cemetery was vandalized. 
KSL-TV's Brianna Chavez has more. Larry Millward is one of several families in disbelief. One of the headstones vandalized at the Grantsville City Cemetery last week is Larry's great-grandfather, Andrew Millward. So I didn't know to what extent, you know, the damage had been done or wherever. A local business that makes headstones and an anonymous donor now offering an $850 reward to find those responsible. Let's check the weather now with Devin Mishuli. We're uh, starting off clear this morning, but a storm moving in. It'll be a mostly sunny and quiet start for your Monday with temperatures in the low to mid-30s. Highs today will remain above average in the low to mid-50s. We'll see increasing clouds as the day goes on, so the overall trend will be mostly cloudy. An isolated shower along the Wasatch Front in the afternoon. Today's high could reach 54. That'll drop to the mid-40s, however, by Wednesday. Alta is the first ski area in the lower 48 states to hit 400 inches of snow for the 2023-24 season. I just noticed they added another 7 inches overnight. The snow total now sits at 407 inches. It's 79% of the resort's 10-year average of 518 inches per season. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. Back to Andy Farnsworth. Traffic on I-15 still clear in Salt Lake, Utah counties, Davis County. We uh, don't really see any issues from Ogden to Salt Lake so far. Uh, No new crashes have popped up since they cleared one up we had last hour that was on the 201 freeway. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL Newstime now, 7.05. A Leighton home is a complete loss after a fire ripped through the building. First responders were able to keep it from spreading to other homes. Leighton Fire Department says the cause is still under investigation. And a teenager in Spanish Fork is hoping that his mobile thrift store idea takes off. The idea has taken a few turns since young Spanish Fork entrepreneur Kaysen Stevens bought a school bus with his own money from door-to-door lemonade and caramel apple sales. According to KSL.com, Kaysen wanted the bus as a place where his friends could chill. Briefly flirted with the idea of renting the space Airbnb style, then decided to do what he's always wanted to do, open up a thrift store. Now he had a showroom in the space of the bus. After the standalone was shut down for being too big for the surrounding neighborhood, Kaysen bought another school school bus, got it up and running, and now ironically named not a thrift store, Mobile Thrift Store was born, and it may be coming to a neighborhood near you. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. The family of Vladimir Putin's opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, says they ha- uh, have been denied access to his body for burial by Russian officials. ABC's M. Wynn reports. Navalny was serving a prison sentence after being charged with extremism. Russian prison officials claim he died from, quote, sudden death syndrome. But an independent Russian newspaper reports a paramedic claims Navalny's body was found with bruises to his head and chest. ABC News has not confirmed that report. Navalny supporters say they fear a cover-up in how Navalny died. Just in time for President's Day, 150 scholars came together to rank the presidents of the U.S. based on their greatness. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with their findings. Michael? Tim, the project was started by two political scientists from the University of Houston and Coastal Carolina University. They based a lot of the greatness on the, on the leaders, who were, leaders who served during times of growth or crises in American history. At any rate, please take their ranking with a shaker's worth of salt. At the top is the rail splitter Abraham Lincoln. FDR came second with George Washington at third. Teddy Roosevelt and Thomas Jefferson rounded out the top five. Filling out the top 10 after them, it's Harry Truman, Obama, Eisenhower, LBJ, and then JFK. 
Reporting live, Michael Commits, KSL News Radio. On this President's Day, former President Jimmy Carter passed the one year mark since he entered hospice care. His longtime sweetheart, Rosalind Carter, died in November, about six months after it was announced she had dementia, with a frail but determined Jimmy Carter attending her funeral. The Hospice Foundation of America says having the former president in the public eye in hospice has shed a new light on end-of-life care. The Carter family issued a statement saying it's pleased that last year's decision to enter hospice care has sparked so many family discussions across the country. I'm Jackie Quinn. A woman in Washington state is recovering after she survived a mountain lion attack over the weekend. She had serious injuries to her face, neck, and jaw. She was out with a group of cyclists when they noticed that they were stalked by the animal. This cyclist says he's paying more attention. Pretty terrifying. I was up here on the trail yesterday, so I didn't see anything out of the ordinary, but um, there is definitely wildlife around these parts, so you always have to be careful and aware. Hikers and cyclists have been warned to be extra cautious. KSL News Time now, 709. Traffic and weather together. Here brought to you by Sinclair's DinoPay app. Save up to 20 cents a gallon. Looks like the cars are getting up the canyons to do some skiing today, Andy. Yeah, they do have to uh, observe some restrictions, though. Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons are requiring uh, traction devices. And there is a little bit of a backup at Big Cottonwood right now, but... Uh, that's going to get busier as the morning goes along. Right now, though, the main corridor of I-15 through the valley, both directions, looks great from Salt Lake City to Point of the Mountain, a 20-minute travel time. Heather? We do have a bit of shifting fog through Weber County. Right now, the worst of it is sitting in Harrisville around US-89 and Wall Avenue. It's about half a mile visibility right now, maybe up to three quarters, so really not affecting your drive, but you do want to use caution as fog can lay down some moisture on the roadways. Right now, I-15 looks pretty dry, and everybody's traveling at speed, so you're under 30 minutes from Ogden to downtown Salt Lake. Eric. 30-minute drive northbound from Santa Quin to Point of the Mountain if you're in Utah County on I-15 northbound. And heading over to the freeway, no issues so far, and going into the Wasatch back, and no trouble on 189 through Provo Canyon or I-80 through Parley's Canyon. Common Spirit, hospitals, clinics, and caregivers, all connected to advanced health care in Colorado, Kansas, and Utah. Healthcare with human kindness is here. Hello, human kindness. Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. We start off this morning with temperatures in the low to mid-30s and mostly sunny skies. We'll increase our cloud coverage through the day with a chance of showers mainly this evening, an isolated shower in the afternoon. Around lunchtime, we'll be near 50 and highs today in the low to mid-50s. But with your hourly report on the 7 o'clock hour, I'm Devin Mishuli. And right now, fair skies, 34 degrees. Well, if you're like my wife and have a habit of uh, buying two or three of the same thing online because you want to make sure you don't want to wait, you know, and uh, to send one back if it didn't fit and then get the next one sent out and then do the same. So she orders two or three and then just keeps the one that fits and sends the other two back. That habit may have to change because a lot of retailers are making it more expensive to return those products. We'll go in depth on that in just a minute. Utah isn't the only one with a new flag. Cedar City unveiled their new orange, blue, and yellow flag last week. The Youth City Council spearheaded the campaign to get a new one after noticing that the old one was a little outdated. The designer, resident Kenton Pope, got $250 for the winning design. One of the most important events for NASCAR's calendar was postponed yesterday. After two days of heavy rain, NASCAR's season-opening Daytona 500 starts a day late at 4 p.m. Eastern today. 
2015 Daytona champion Joey Logano has the pole position for Team Penske. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is the defending champ. The 2020 Daytona 500 was postponed after 20 laps, resuming the next day. The last Daytona pushed back a full day was in 2012. Joey Waller, ABC News. Before I read this next story, uh, take a look out your windows to the east and enjoy that sunrise this morning. (laughs) It's really something. All right, nearly 1,000 veterans are expected to visit Utah this summer to take part in the National Veterans Golden Age Games. The games take place in Salt Lake City in late August. Events will include pickleball, cycling, and, of course, golf. A Bob Marley biopic was the winner of the box office. In spite of being one of the lowest grossing President's Day weekends ever, love triumphed at the box office. The Bob Marley biopic, One Love, overperformed and easily won the weekend with $28 million. You know you're a superstar. Superstar. That brings its total to 51 million from opening on Valentine's Day through President's Day. Air shine off. In a distant second, Spider-Man adjacent superhero Madam Web spun only 18 million dollars for the weekend and an estimated 26 million for the six days from Valentine's Day through Monday. I don't understand what's happening. This is the latest flop in the pricey superhero genre that has been struggling across several studios for the past year. It's time for you to meet the real. Agent Argyle. The last two weekends, box office champ Argyle took third place with $5.6 million through the long weekend. I'm Kevin Carr. Trending this hour on the 7 o'clock report, a pop star is teaming up with Crumble Cookies. The Utah company will serve the limited edition cookie at select locations while she is on her 57-day tour. She is Olivia Rodrigo. She'll stop here in Salt Lake City on July 31st. The cookie has layers of triple berry jam and vanilla buttercream sandwich between two purple cookies to match her albums. And the now-expelled U.S. Representative George Santos is uh, suing late-night host Jimmy Kimmel for tricking him into making videos on on uh, Cameo, which is an app. Uh, Santos says the videos were used to ridicule him on the air. The videos were featured on a show segment called Will Santos Say It? Santos is seeking statutory damages totaling $750,000. KSL News Time, 715. The three things you need to know this hour. First, a driver who was racing another car down I-15 in Provo crashed on Saturday and sent an unbuckled four-year-old to the hospital. I'm KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston. Second, three people were stabbed in the parking lot of a West Valley City bowling alley overnight after a fight broke out between two brothers. Third, it's traffic and weather together. Well, Tim, right now, we don't see any delays on our freeways between Ogden, Salt Lake, and Provo. That's also coming from Tooele County on I-80 or Park City. But big and little Cottonwood Canyons, if you're heading there this morning, they are requiring traction devices, at least for now. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. It's a dry start to President's Day, but more rain and snow is on the way. I'm Devin Mishuli. A little bit warmer out there now, 35 degrees at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios. And time for our top national stories. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Reaction continues to come in to last week's death of Alexei Navalny, Vladimir Putin's top opponent in Russia. ABC News Chief Global Affairs Correspondent Martha Raditz is in Ukraine with more. Officials at a morgue in the city where it's believed Navalny's body is likely being held refused to allow his elderly mother and lawyers inside. Back in the U.S., officials calling for action. 
prompted both by Navalny's death and the fall of Abdika, that key Ukrainian city, which Ukraine says is directly linked to a shortage of ammunition and USA. Funding for Ukraine, Israel and Taiwan on hold. House Speaker Mike Johnson refusing to call the bill for a vote. But as ABC Stephen Portnoy reports from Washington, a handful of moderates are hoping to break through. This emerging bipartisan compromise in the House, crafted by rank-and-file members, contains a smaller foreign aid package than the Senate passed, and it contains a time-limited border component, reinstating the Remain in Mexico requirement for a year. The bill would provide close to $48 billion for Ukraine and more than $10 billion for Israel. Its authors are now seeking additional co-sponsors, but there's been no indication that Speaker Mike Johnson is inclined to put it on the floor. Another one of those atmospheric rivers slamming California. Much of California under a flood watch, but on top of that, you've got winds that will gust 40 to 60 miles per hour. Often we see trees come down easily in this, and that is often how people die in cars and in your homes. High surf advisory for up to 28-foot waves. That's ABC News Chief Meteorologist Ginger Z. It's usually a precursor for the Oscars. At last night's British Academy Film Awards, the BAFTAs, Michael J. Fox delivered the award for Best Picture. And the BAFTA goes to... Oh, I can read it. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer also took home Best Director and Best Supporting and Lead Actors. Greta Gerwig's Barbie was shut out. You're listening to ABC News. Some of the other stories we're following this uh, this morning, a lot of retailers are making it more expensive to return products, whether they were bought online or in a store. CNBC's Jessica Edinger takes a look. An order's value. Many retailers will take a fee from your refund to pay for a return shipping label now. Some retailers are also using AI to personalize their return policies like Amazon, which will apply different rules to different customers, depending on whether you're a regular returner or not. The flip side is that more retailers have keep-it policies for some items that just cost them too much to take back. Students at Payson High School continue to make a strong push to get Kevin Bacon to visit their school to celebrate the movie Footloose before that school gets torn down. Forty years ago, Kevin Bacon and an entire film crew focused their craft at Payson High School for the big finale number from Footloose. Now Payson High and even Governor Cox have asked Kevin Bacon himself to return to the school before it's closed for demolition. So, a second chance has become a last chance dance. Payson High School student counselor advisor Jenny Staley says the school has reached out to Kevin Bacon's PR firm. We've made some progress there. We definitely have gotten um, assurance that he is seeing our media posts, he's reading our letters, he's aware of the campaign, he knows what we want from him. With fingers crossed and dancing shoes polished, this is Dale Spaulding, KSL News Radio. The NBA All-Star Game in Indianapolis took place last night with zero defense being played whatsoever. For the first time in the 73-year history of the NBA All-Star Game, the 200-point barrier was broken as the Eastern Conference down the Western Conference 211 to 186. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told the players he wanted to see a more competitive game this year. Cleveland Cavaliers guard Donovan Mitchell says despite the score, there's definitely more we can do as players. Milwaukee Bucks guard Damian Lillard named the game's MVP after contributing 39 points to the winning cause. At the NBA All-Star Game, Will Clark, ABC News. It is sort of uh, symptomatic of what the regular season looks like these days, but these guys uh, were pulling up at half court and just letting it fly. Uh, And the crazy score, 211 to 186, the final. That is uh, the in-depth here at 15 and 45, 719 means it's time for a look at the drive. Brought to you by Sinclair's Dino Pay app. Save up to 20 cents a gallon. Back to you, Andy. 
Tim, right now, been watching the freeways in Salt Lake County. They've been pretty quiet. No crashes yet, and volumes have yet to reach a point where you're going to see any extra travel time uh, once you're on a freeway. Getting a little bit heavy along State Street, heading north through Sandy right now, a little bit more than the roads around it. Mountain View, no northbound delays, but southbound you might have some weight at some intersections going from West Valley to West Jordan. Heather? No accidents reported in Weber Davis counties. Traffic is filling in, though, just a bit, especially if you're in Ogden, Roy, or Clearfield, but no excessive delays anywhere. In fact, you're at speed on I-15, US-89, and Legacy Parkway. Eric. In Utah County, I-15, no problems northbound from Provo up to a point of the mountain. That's a 20-minute drive if you're getting on University Avenue. Highway 6 uh, in uh, Spanish Fork, I'm seeing a little bit of congestion coming off of I-15 and heading out towards Spanish Fork Canyon, but uh, uh, getting onto the freeway, no trouble there, and that's the case for all of the other major feeders in Utah County, too. Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. The seven-day forecast starts off with President's Day and mostly cloudy skies. An isolated shower possible in the afternoon. Better chances for rain this evening. Highs in the afternoon will be in the low 50s. We'll carry the low 50s on Tuesday with showers Tuesday and Wednesday. We fall into the mid-40s for the middle parts of the work week. Then we dry out Thursday and Friday with highs in the mid to upper 40s. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Devin Mishuli. And let's see, right now in Salt Lake City, it is uh, 35 degrees. The seven-day forecast brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful.